0: snobs podcast a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things and any mention of board games is purely coincidental and so without further ado and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part i give you the board game snobs i'm your host gabby with me today guest co-host mike DeLizia. mike welcome to the show
1: Thank you, Gabby. Guest co host sounds like, um, I don't know. It sounds a little placating. Like, uh, look, I gotta give you a title. I have to, I have to call you something. I can't just let you sit here. I have to give you some type of honorary title. So, uh, guest co host, I suppose I'll take it. But, but make no mistake, Gabby, I'm gonna make the most of this opportunity.
0: Well, you're gonna have to because your contemporary. D- is primary guest host.
1: Please do not refer to him as my contemporary. I think that that uh, If I have to think of him as my contemporary, I have to rethink the entire framework of the universe, Gabby.
0: As you know, if we don't say his name, he won't even listen to the podcast. So you got to say it at least a couple times throughout.
1: Well, the thing is, he would listen regardless because he thinks there'd be a hope the thing is we let him off the hook really early by giving him his little call out what you should have done is waited to the very end i'll edit and it then out. you know what i mean
0: there you go i like I that edit out. i'm just have we said his name
1: yeah you know you definitely said his name okay. also you said the word edit which is a, a term that i'm not familiar with so <laughs> is, is it true that people edit podcasts is that what you're telling me gabby is that actual editing happens during
0: podcasts from time to time uh some of us do. Some of us do. And uh you know, it's it's something I'm proud of. I do with great vigor because without it oh. we'd have been, you know, run off the airwaves of podcasting long ago. I make us sound somewhat sensical. Well, that's a
1: that is a, a an impressive achievement for sure knowing the uh, the people that are uh, frequent the Board Game Snobs podcast. But um yeah, no, I'm used to generally speaking by the time that i've kind of unplugged the microphone powered down the computer <laughs> usually at that point it's already gone up live the show that we just recorded so um dan is is uh, let's just say editing is not uh, his number one favorite thing to do but but Gabby, i'm thrilled to be on a you know a, a professional podcast i'm feeling uh, like i'm you know I'm in the big leagues now.
0: Well, it might be the fact that y'all don't have to edit as much. So it's like, I mean, I who 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 is the better podcast? The one that edit has a fantastic editor or the mm-hmm. podcast host that are so good at their job? They don't require that much editing. Wow, Gabby, this has been a, a mutual love
1: fest, and I hope that I'm allowed to say that. I know this is a family friendly show. Um, but yeah, you know, I think we both have a great deal of appreciation for each other. Um, you know, I, I for you, uh, for sure. Um, Enrique, uh, and I think we'll stop there. I think that that's where the end of my appreciation goes. Sounds
0: good. That's where it should. It's wonderful to be here, Gabi. Thank you for uh, asking
1: me to come. Uh, I, I this I get to get a little bit of nervous energy out because tomorrow uh, I haven't even really talked to you about this, but tomorrow I fly Mm-mm. to Mm-mm. Germany. Oh my god! Uh, f- for the for the Essen uh, for the Essen Game Fair, it'll be my first time going uh, to that convention. It'll be my first time in Germany, and I. I'm going to say it because I'm excited about it, even though I'm only going to see the airport. I'm also going to be flying into France. So I'll be able to say I've visited two countries I've never been to before, although Paris is is not really. That's kind of a cheat because I'm only seeing the airport.
0: But I'm, I'm very happy for you because I remember you joining the Dice I remember discussing you got on the Dice Tower and then mm-hmm. everything gets canceled.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, As, that's exactly right. We were scheduled to go to the UK Gaming Expo. And wow. to, to Essen and both got canceled because it was the, the, the onset of COVID. And so I was pretty gutted. You know, I, I was like, you I know, imagine. my first year here, I was super excited about it. And uh, it just, it didn't happen. But now, you know, while I haven't had a chance to go to UKGE yet, maybe one day, uh, I am going to go to Essen. And so uh, I'm very, very much looking forward to uh, the experience. I don't know that I'm looking forward to the travel Uh, But I am looking forward to the experience.
0: Do you have like Valium and a flask of whiskey to help alleviate that? Or how do you deal with flying? Because I do not deal with it well.
1: Well, generally speaking, I don't have a huge issue with flying in general. The only real issue that I have is that, hey, this is going to be a lengthy flight, of course, you know, transcontinental and such. Um, But it's also going to be a red eye where we're leaving in the evening here and we're going to be arriving tomorrow or Tuesday morning there. I don't sleep well on planes. And so I'm, I'm going to take some Benadryl maybe. Maybe I'll do the, the Benadryl thing. And I've had people kind of uh, recommend that. And I've taken Benadryl before in in situations where I kind of – Needed to get a little bit of sleep. We'll see what happens, Gabby. You know, we'll see what happens.
0: In order to fall asleep on that one, you may need to take a bilio of Benadryl. Oh, oh, oh. breaking out the (laughs) new terminology. Had you heard of this word before? No, of course not. No one has. No. No, No, I'm I'm still relatively sure he made it I don't think they've said that since uh, Queen Elizabeth was born, perhaps, maybe. Uh, Too soon.
1: Too soon.
0: My apologies. So, uh, <laughs> has, uh dice tower—like, have they taken over like the penthouse floor suite of a of a hotel there? Or where are you going to be staying? No, at
1: in no, no, no. I, I don't know exactly, but it, the 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 place that I'll be staying is uh, a few, uh, I believe, subway stops away from the convention hall. So we're not staying at one of the hotels that are directly connected to it. So we'll, we'll probably end up taking the 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 train in every every morning, but. Um, I'm not too worried about that. I'm actually – that part is cool because that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to is kind of getting a sense for what the country is like. And, and as weird as it sounds, transportation is something that's interesting to me. Like when I was in the UK, I was super excited to to go on the tube and go on their, their bus system and stuff like – I don't know. I think that's neat. But uh I've never, you know, claimed to be an interesting person, God. <laughs>
0: you don't have to claim to be when you are one dearest mike let's keep that love fest going I've, i you're you're one of my heroes dan not so much <laughs> no well look dan would be the
1: anti-hero is that Dan's right the anti- uh, he's that would, the black his... adam
0: of the podcast if you will <laughs> yeah. yeah are you
1: excited about black adam no
0: don't know the character <laughs> never heard of him Me until either. a few years ago and i'm like oh okay uh-huh. well whatever I, I yep. The Rock pretty much is The Rock in every movie. Maybe he'll sure. be somewhat more gloomier in this movie. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's just The Rock. I, I enjoy his stuff. I'm a popcorn movie type of guy. And I I didn't even go see Thor when it came out. The most recent Thor. I waited till it came out to Disney Plus before I watched it. And it was fine. I was a little disappointed. but I still haven't
1: seen that. My, my wife saw it. But I haven't seen it yet, so I, I'm I'm one Thor
0: behind. I got a few, it's got a few laughs in there. <laughs> You're in Miami, and i as I mentioned previously before, I have a relative that we just visited, so here in Miami too. Y'all just dealt with a billio of rain down there, right? <laughs> we, we did.
1: Uh, but, uh, I, I and, uh, the, the rest of the Dice Tower crew were remarkably lucky in that, uh, Ian, Hurricane Ian was pretty well northwest of us. And so while we dealt with a little bit of the outer band issue where, you know, rainy and windy and the, the, the biggest inconvenience, and it was only that really was a bit of flooding. Whereas, you know, there's some pretty widespread destruction, uh, you know, on the West Gulf Coast of Florida. And so, you know, obviously, thoughts go out to all those people that are are dealing with that. But luckily, we didn't really have any real issues. So I haven't dealt with you did. It really did. Um, I haven't dealt with anything dead on since I've lived here. So, well, that's uh, that's good for you unfortunate for the west it coast it is it is and from what i well i am not even gonna say because i don't i don't know well enough but i had thought i thought i had heard somewhere that the gulf side doesn't tend to get hit as often but maybe i'm completely out of my i, I could be completely wrong on that because i do know i i remember it seems like it's always doesn't it always seem like it's louisiana That gets really, really badly hit and sometimes the panhandle of of Florida. But yeah, I don't
0: know. I'm not a meteorologist, Gabi, although I play one on TV. I'm glad uh, you're safe. Uh, Everyone else, I don't know. I I don't watch the news because it's all bad. It's all bad news. It is. And it's interesting you say that. There was a time
1: period, I would say, let's say that it was basically in the height of COVID where I was finding myself watching the news every morning before I would go into work. And I finally just came to the conclusion that that was not a good <laughs> That's idea. That's a bad I mean, idea. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm not joking at all. I I, w- that, I was getting into a routine where I would wake up, get my coffee, shower, you know, put on the news right before I go into work. And it would, it would put me into this anxiety spiral right before I would go into work, which is not <laughs> a good headspace to be. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. The news is, um, you know, look – with the way news has evolved over the years, I, I'm a I'm a man of a bit uh, advanced age. At least that's what everyone tells me. I'm I'm, I'm older than you, Gaby. But I do remember. I well, I am. It's true. I do remember when news primarily. I was a kid, but I do remember when news primarily was the evening news or. The drive time. It usually came in like this.
0: Beep, 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 beep,
1: beep, beep, beep. Right, yeah. Right. Through, through teletype. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Walter Cronkite used to, you know, used to come to dinner at our house all the time. But the kid just shot. <laughs> <laughs> but that used to be the news, right? And, and yeah. but now it seems like it's really about, it's more about kind of stirring up people's emotions and, you know, what's going to get the, the views is going to be the things that freak people out.
0: Al Capone on a rampage in Chicago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: see. Uh, all of a sudden,
1: you've got the yeah the the the, the, uh, the newscasters are all you know a uh, hitman in in a twenties gangster flick. <laughs> Let's send it over to Mickey with the
0: news. Yeah. Oh well, um, I don't I don't forgot what we were saying. Oh, bad news. Yeah, yeah. That's what Twitter. You know they call it doom scrolling. Because oh literally, you're just looking at all bad news. It's in the, it's, it's awful. It's absolutely awful. And of course, they slant it towards negative things. Because well, sure. unfortunately, that is what we are attracted to as weirdo humans. We're like, what? What happened? Oh, what's this bad news that's going on?
1: Well, I mean, I think that it's, a, it's akin to the, you know, rubbernecking when there's an accident, right? I mean, there is a morbid curiosity that I think most of us have. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's, I think it's a pretty universal human trait. I think some people are maybe more attracted to that than others, but I think it's pretty universal that when there's something that is, you know, shocking or, or, you know, even potentially tragic that it's going to get your attention. So I get that, but I also get that it's probably not always in our best interest To surround ourselves, to become enveloped like a pig in a blanket, with that croissant, that crusty croissant of tragedy,
0: (laughs) the tragedy kolache, you might say. (laughs) Oh, kolaches, Gabby, do they have those around there? Yeah, I mean, it's kolache. They say kolache at the donut store here, but it's like pig in a Mm. blanket—the same thing as some people call it, I suppose. I had never heard of a kolache. No, yeah, it's. Sometimes it's a it's a a sausage or I don't know what you want to call it it might be wrapped with some sort of breading mm-hmm. or like the kolachi's here kind of look like it's a some sort of roll that has just a sausage has been stuffed in the middle of w- what the brits would call a sausage roll
1: yeah i i had never heard of a kolachi until maybe i don't know 6 years ago when i was living in indiana still there was a place called the kolachi factory and I had no idea what it was. And I i don't know if I asked somebody or if I looked it up just out of curiosity. And at this place, they sold both savory and sweet kolaches, Ooh. Scotty, both savory and sweet. So they were almost like, um, yeah, kind of like you said, but I mean, I, I, I saw some in different shapes. Some of them looked almost more like turnovers or popovers. Some of them looked a little bit more like the pig in a blanket type of a thing. Um, but yeah, there was all kinds of different types there. And, and, uh, they were
0: delicious. I tried uh, several of them. It's my kryptonite. Many things are my kryptonite. If Superman <laughs> had as many types of kryptonite as I did, he'd be dead a long time ago. I saw
1: your um, I saw your post from the uh, from the State Fair.
0: So uh, uh, I, yeah, you were exactly. you were surrounded by more, delectable more delectable goodies there, weren't you? <laughs> Uh, turkey legs, up upwards of $15 for a turkey leg. $15 what? for a singular turkey leg. How much does it cost to buy an entire turkey? It, probably not. I don't know. I don't know. It's got to be what, eight bucks? <laughs> eight bucks for a turkey nowadays? Isn't that what they're going for? Go to Walmart, I'm sure. No, <laughs> I I don't know. I, I'm i out of touch with the animal itself because, unfortunately, uh, my... my, my I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about turkeys. But I do know about cheeseburgers. And I had a cheeseburger okay. there as well. And it was upwards of twelve dollars to get a cheeseburger. It's ridiculous prices. But if you go to the right. fair, you go in knowing, you know what? I'm going to get messed yeah. around on all these prices. I know that. So let's let me go you are. go you to are. the ATM, take out a small loan. <laughs> And go in uh, uh-huh. to buy a fried Twinkie and a turkey leg, and fifty dollars lighter. There you go.
1: <laughs> well, luckily, I'm sure there were no fees charged at the ATM at the state fair. <laughs> no, also, no, no. I'm sure there were. I'm sure that there were no carnies that were uh, <laughs> getting your, your pin code. Um, Gabby, I don't mean to shame you here, but if you're going to go to a state fair. I love a good I love a good cheeseburger as much as the next guy. Make no mistake, uh, I I do love a good cheeseburger. But if I'm going to a state fair, I'm not eating a cheeseburger. I'm getting something really just completely off the rails. Well, this was the local
0: county fair.
1: Oh god, it wasn't the state fair. It was not the okay. state
0: fair of Texas. The state fair of Texas. I will not pay them prices. It's twenty <laughs> something dollars just to park. It's out. It's outlandish. The last time I was there, it's insane, and you walk around, and you look at the shortest horse in the world, and you're like, I paid $50 for this, <laughs> and a fried Twinkie? I'm, no, I, I don't do I I've been once to the State Fair of Texas. I was not impressed. I did not ride the gigantic Ferris wheel that they brag about. I don't know if it's like the size of the eye in London, but it's huge. It's huge. I have no interest in getting up there. I, I'm scared of heights in the first place, so no Ferris wheel for me. And you walk around and it's just hot and miserable, and you can look at some animals, some livestock. I've seen livestock. I live in the country. I don't need to see cows and horses and all this stuff. The shortest horse in the world, I want to go check it out. And you know what? Sure, sure. It's not that short. It's still not that impressive. <laughs> uh, it's still not worth the 50 it's bucks. It's still huh? not worth the 50 bucks. But, you know, mm-hmm. some people say you got to experience it once. Then you go into those halls where they're selling everything. That's somewhat, sure. you know, you might find something that's interesting, but mm, I'm not a fair person.
1: Yeah. And then you've got all of the very, very dodgy rides, which you can tell were, were put up under the influence of several illegal substances um, <laughs> being, being run by people who have very little interest in the safety and security of anybody there. Yeah. It's the, the, the fair. I think it's something that, uh, you know, if I never go to another fair, I'd be okay. I've been to several throughout my life, but it, I'm not itching to go to the state fair. If thats uh, I don't even know where the state fair is in Florida, for that matter. I'm assuming it's nowhere near us.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> the, <laughs> the state fair. Why am I laughing? I don't know. No edit points here. Uh, the state fair of Texas, not a fan. Uh, I've experienced it. it. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Uh, six Flags, don't care for that either. You know, you get to a point when you're, okay, well, when you're f- old and morbidly obese, most rides aren't for you. So <laughs> you may experience some of that, Mike, but you're a, a, a trim fit man, so you could ride some of these rides. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know about all that. I just I, remembered I, uh... what I was going to say. <laughs>
1: You remember what you're going to say? Let's double back, Gobby. So let look for the for the benefit of the listeners. Uh, we were talking about the state fair, and it was such a an entrancing, spellbinding conversation that Gobby got lost no, for a while. And he I had just, something he wanted to say. Mike I talking, stepped
0: all over him, like as if we were dancing. Words. No, no. I and, and you know what? It's a stupid comment, but I had. Well, it. I need to hear it now. No, no, I, I have to hear it. I now. was going to say. Since TikTok and I see all those videos, I have no interest in any rides at a fair because TikTok is mostly filled with rides gone wrong from the fair. And I have zero <laughs> desire, zero <laughs> desire to experience that myself.
1: Wow. Well, Gabby, if there's one thing that that comment did is it made me maybe for the first time ever have me want to look at TikTok. Because uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I, I probably shouldn't take it as a point of pride because it really does, sh- you know. Put me out there as the, as, as a bit out of touch with modern culture, but I've never downloaded. Now I've seen TikToks on other platforms, right? Cause they, they get transferred over to Facebook oh, and yeah, Twitter and such. Time. And I've, and I've seen them there, but I've never actually downloaded the TikTok app. But if 80 to 90% of it is. Fair rides gone wrong. <laughs> I may <laughs> need to investigate this. <laughs> <guy. I> mean, <laughs> that, that could be <laughs> a that could be a whole new entertainment uh, channel for me. Of course, being said, as long as nobody gets seriously hurt, as long as it's only at the level of America's funniest home videos, where people are, you know, frequently taking tennis balls into the groin and, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, a head over heels head. into a backyard's pool yeah. or something like that, th- that. Type of stuff I can handle.
0: So, speaking of Billy O. <laughs> You know, if uh-huh. I was like, you know, I should save this for when I have one of our uh, a uh, British uh, fellow podcasters on. But as two Americans, uh, me, I uh, have a British man as my primary guest host. You have a British man as your normal co-host. Correct. This is from GoodHousekeeping dot com. The forty quirkiest British slang words every American should know. So here's a test for There's you, Dad. Forty,
1: forty of them. There are okay, forty according
0: right. to Good Housekeeping. The first one mentioned is bagsy. Have you ever heard of bagsy? Bagsy?
1: I, Gabby, I want to say that I've heard this term before, but I cannot define it for you. Bagsy. The
0: example it gives is, we're fixing to take a ride in the car, and one of your British mates says, bagsy! Okay, well then I don't know what it is,
1: but... It doesn't say we're fixing to take a ride in the car <laughs> there, there, does it, on the, on, the, on, the,
0: on the site? Is that really what it says?
1: Good housekeeping has no, gotten no. pretty uh,
0: pretty folksy, haven't they? No. It, in fact, it says shouting Bagsy is the equivalent of claiming shotgun on the front seat. Ah, I have heard it.
1: Now that you've given me the context, I have heard it, um, but I would not have been able to recall it. I bagsy. Think it, I All think
0: right. it's similar to Dibs. That makes sense. Have you heard of a, a bog roll? I have heard of a bog roll gabi. What is a bog roll? You know roll? what that is? That is
1: toilet paper. <laughs> it has to be toilet paper because I've heard of uh, thanks to Dan I've heard of a bathroom referred to as a bog and then I have to assume that a roll is a bo- is a, you know, a roll for the for the toilet. Am I correct, gabi? You are correct, sir.
0: That's fantastic. A point for Delicio. <laughs> yeah, a, a bog I mean a bog here is like uh a- I mean, it's like right? a swamp. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. that, I guess that equates. So
1: could you call a, an alligator a bog roll? A bog log, maybe? If you have a bog log, you definitely need a bog roll. <laughs> That's one thing I've learned in all of my years. <laughs> Is that you have to have a bog roll if you've got you a bog and Dan,
0: roll. you and Dan it always goes back to uh, bathroom humor <laughs> for, for some reason I didn't realize that I
1: that so much of what I said was scatological <laughs> but apparently it is I, I really probably need to do some uh, some uh, deep inner work to try to the scat cast that's what... <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't exist I will eat this paper bat I'm
0: sure there's a scat cast out there I'm sure there is unfortunately. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, some of these things, uh, I'm not even going to, I'm not, budge up. You ever heard of budge up? Budge up? You're on a subway and someone says, budge uh-huh. up, mate. Does that just mean like,
1: uh, scoot forward?
0: Basically, yes, move over.
1: Oh, okay, I had not heard that, but you gave me the, you know, big clue.
0: What about if someone says, oh, no, I'm not going to go with, see, here, I tend to go Australian <laughs> I don't know what, <laughs> I'm not going to go on that. there. That's not a knife, that's a knife. All right. I'm not going to go in there. There's a chock-a-block of people in there.
1: Yeah, chock-a-block just means full. A whole a lot. Whole yeah. big... well, look at you. Mm-hmm.
0: He really is really off on baby. you. Chock-a-block, baby.
1: I'm an international man of mystery. Don't <laughs> let anyone tell you different. Cod Swallop. I have heard Cod Swallop. Uh, I've heard it from... Dan, I think, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be able to say, but I thought it was kind of like a, a big mess or something
0: like yeah, that. Yeah, it's nonsense.
1: Okay, nonsense. So basically, ninety five percent of uh, of the sporadically bored
0: podcast <laughs> it, sporadically yeah there you go. cod swallow up the podcast
1: see I had to get I had to get a plug in there because Dan would be very upset if I didn't mention uh, our podcast.
0: basically, we have the same audience. that's the way this <laughs> we do, don't you? I,
1: I have to think that the 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 Venn diagram for our podcast is just basically one big circle, right I mean
0: Except ours, uh, may have gotta, a few, ours may have a few more Texans in it than uh, that's about it.
1: That's yeah. You may you may have a few Texans that are just skimming around the outside of the circle. Yeah, that's that's true.
0: Gormless, Gormless.
1: gormless. God, yeah. Dan has also used this word, gormless, before. Uh, he's probably called you gormless. He probably has. I, I can't I can't tell you
0: lacking intelligence well okay there you go there yeah he's definitely called me gormless before I would never call you that but I'm sure I know Dan and how he disrespects you and you don't need to stand for it Mike frankly frankly Gabby I
1: won't stand for it uh <laughs> I, I refuse to stand for it uh I, i'll I'll sit in and uh,
0: take it in the manner that it was given here's I'll, I'll give you two more so two I'm, more. I'm sure you know what inaccurate is. yes. Very, very tired. If you're knackered, you go to the kip. Is
1: that a nap? No. Or the bedroom? The bed. The bed. The kip. Okay.
0: I've not heard that before. Know your onions. I just now saw this for myself. Know <laughs> your onions. You really know your onions, don't you, Mike? There I go. Australian <laughs> oh, again. I, I, like a, I like a good onion, mate.
1: <laughs> how?
0: how and Dan doesn't even talk British. I don't know. He talks something weird. He's not any British I've ever heard of before. Ben Ben Maddox is a no. true British uh, speaker. He is a true
1: British speaker, and he doesn't even live in in the UK. He, <laughs> he lives in Berlin, and he sounds more British than Dan. Yeah, Dan Dan, I can't figure him out. He's got a he's got a weird accent. It really does have a weird accent. I've been uh, I've, I've mentioned this uh, on our podcast, so you may have heard sporadically. This our Venn diagram of, of listeners may have heard this before too. But I've been having a lot of fun here lately by just da- uh, asking dan questions about various towns in the uk that i'm watching on 90 day fiance uk edition <laughs> you know, i'll say oh this person is from uh you know this area and i'm like dan have you ever been here tell me about this place and uh he's i think uh, he's getting annoyed so mission accomplished
0: but if he did know about all those towns he would really know his onions. He would know his onions. Now, is this a separate thing you're looking at? Know your onions? No, it's the same. it says, got full marks on your math test? You must really know your onions. Oh, so this is a UK phrase. Yeah. It says the phrase actually serves as a compliment, meaning knowledgeable or clever.
1: That must be why I've never heard that before, because no <laughs> one has ever said that in and around Dan's presence. He, presence. he does not know his onions.
0: Well, uh, there's many more, but I got, you know, we got to eke this out over. <laughs> For several podcasts so I can't I can't use them all in mm. one
1: no this is gold Gaby and you can't you can't waste this gold you have to meet it out into just bite-sized morsels it's called
0: milking mm- mm-hmm.
1: milk it for all it's worth so, so Gaby you've said you said I, I'm, you were getting ready
0: to, to to transition to something far more interesting no no I was to. not I'm glad you intervened actually go ahead <laughs> I'm hoping you really know your onions go ahead
1: oh I I Gaby I don't know what the hell an onion is what am I, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm clueless you, you you've said that you have been like your your recording has been less frequent here lately is that right Yeah or or it's been a while since you've recorded and you feel a little out of practice
0: Due to our schedules <laughs> we record <laughs> once a month and depending on how that month transpires we may we record in bulk and then we milk okay. it throughout the several weeks afterwards <laughs> So we record several, and then I'll release one here. Release one next week. We are releasing weekly, but we're recording yeah, yeah. all at once. How is that working for you? How, how, how does that does that does does that work
1: for you? Or is it a, a is that something that you're doing out of necessity? Or do you find that you're actually preferring it that way?
0: All of the above. That's a that's a cheat answer. It is nice because it does prevent us from having to like if we were to. There's no way we can possibly schedule. A, hey, we need to meet or. Even Zoom, like Jerry just doesn't, Jerry works, he's got stuff going on non-stop. He's okay. building his home presently. That's the biggest thing. He's moving out this weekend. His home's not fully mm. built, so he's going to be out of pocket, living in, you know, a temporary abode until then. So, blah, blah, blah. So, he's been doing that for like the past six months to a year. I don't know when he started. I don't ask him questions about his personal life. It's only <laughs> board gaming related here. <laughs> sure, but, sure. Uh, yeah he so he's been doing that plus his job me i'm more free but even now like we're usually doing stuff on the weekends so me and jerry have our first friday of the month scheduled that's when we play a couple games and we spend most of the time podcasting it also kind of stinks because used to when we had more time we could spend like just a full day just playing games. Now we have to squeeze in. All right, let's play a new game. a few games that we can talk about. But then we have to like, okay, we need to start recording or else we're not going to have any podcasts. So we record. And that, that's oftentimes the shortness of our a 30 minute podcast. A 30-minute podcast is is about what you're going to get from a, if we go an hour, that's a special day, you know. Or we just have something to talk about. But we record several all at once. At least three, we try to do at least three, and then I've been uh, supplementing that with shows like this one, where I have to Mm -hmm. find someone else to co-host with me to fill in the gap until we can get together again. Now, that is not ideal, because we do get Facebook posts, emails, all these things that are more current, that that we may say something in our podcast that we've put out the first week. Well, then someone responds to that. Well, we don't get to it till a month or so later or anything in board gaming. We're not really a board gaming news podcast, but, you know, if something something happens that Uh people are talking about, it's hard for us to stay really current on anything. But that's just the way we have to record. We just get together, record. And somewhere in between there, if like we get some emails that give us something to talk about, we always try to read those emails at some point in a future recording, but it is very difficult to keep keep current on things. That's the only negative I would say. That and the fact that it's, you, if you really, I see, a, I'm we're always going meta. I always go to meta, but the, I, I behind the scenes stuff, when we get together to record and most people won't know, but. So the podcast after this one will be, we, we get together this Friday, today's October 2nd, the Sunday, we're going to get mm-hmm. together Friday, this Friday, October 7th, good Lord willing, the Creeks don't rise, and Jerry's able to come and we can get together. That first post the first podcast we record, I personally feel is always our worst of the batch. <laughs> It's okay. just, you know, yeah, you
1: haven't gotten to your groove yeah, yet. You, you, you got to get in our groove yeah, right.
0: of our, our, the, we get go, the, our going back and forth our second and third or whatever, whatever after that, you can tell we're in our groove. I can tell, right. especially as an editor, but sure. Yeah. If, if you listen to the first podcast for the batch, you can, that's the worst one. <laughs> and then the second, third, fourth, you can say, okay, now I'm back. And that's why I was jokingly saying, Well, not jokingly. It's like, it's been a while since I've podcasted. I haven't, I set up my equipment. I'm like, how does, how does, how do we do all this (laughs)
1: again? This was a shrewd move on your part, Gabby, because if, if I'm understanding this correctly, you're going to have this scheduled so that this episode goes up right before that first one of the group that you'd be recording. And so when you have this. Even that one is going to sound fantastic because you, you know, you, you have me to kind of set the plate, right? You know, you lower those expectations. And so then people will come in and, and feel like, Hey, this is the board game snobs gold that I came here for. Uh, you know, I, I do what I can, Gabby. I will lower expectations. Uh, that, you know, that's,
0: that's why they pay me the big bucks. You got to lower those expectations. You're being too modest, Mike. <laughs> now that you're in the big time of the dice tower, you're, you're a name to be reckoned with. I'm going to well. put you in there in bright shining lights on the marquee, so that those numbers come raining down upon uh, the the uh, probably most downloads of the year. Uh, that'll that'll break Dan's heart, but most downloads of the year. You probably are, uh, you know.
1: I don't know who your hosting service is, but you may want to actually get in there and 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 go to the higher. Level because if you do put my name in there, I'm not sure that your server is going to be able to handle that amount of <laughs> downloads, Scotty. So just be prepared. But your life is about to change right now. Enjoy normal life as it is right now. You've got a very small amount of time to to uh, you know live as a regular human being. Uh, you know, ne- let me just put you this way: after this podcast, the next time you go to the fair, you're not paying a dime. You're not paying a dime. <laughs> You're uh, gonna be you're gonna be showered with turkey legs. They're just gonna be thrusting them <laughs> upon you.
0: And I personally don't like turkey legs. There's too many tendons. I don't either, Gabby. Bones. Ch- 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 Chardonnay loves them, but they're too hard to eat. It's basically just a handheld gristle stick. Is all <laughs> <laughs> it is. I
1: don't. I don't like any. I, I'm not even a fan. You ready for this, Gabby? You think that that's you think that's a hot take? Get ready for this hot take. I don't even like chicken wings because I think they're too much effort for what you get. Now, boneless chicken wings? Perfect, because that's basically a chicken nugget.
0: Yeah, well, that's like popcorn. <laughs> you just don't go, right. go, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, you just drop those right down the gullet. But, but <laughs> chicken wings are too much work for what you get. Drop down the gullet. I wonder if that's an American phrase the British are familiar with. I, oh, that's a good question. I, I, I Maybe I'll just, I'll, I'll break that one out when I get into, <laughs> uh, to Germany and say uh, pardon me do you have uh, do you have a pretzel that i can drop down my gullet <laughs> and then watch a security tackle me
0: <laughs> what's this exotic language you speak oh that's french <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to <laughs> what was it what is this language you speak <laughs> <this> you're in <laughs> germany now <laughs> <laughs> oh, Americans never sounded Here. stupider on this podcast.
1: Nope, you are you definitely come in with uh, the Peter Peter Seller Jacques Cousteau there.
0: Does your dog bite? No. no,
1: my dog does not bite. You know that gag? That's like one of my favorite woman, gags of all time.
0: Yes. I thought you said your dog doesn't bite. Mm. I did.
1: That is not my dog.
0: <laughs> Here, Dougie, Dougie. <doggy. laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you have a, a What? ARN. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's good stuff.
1: We are over 40 minutes into this and I'm extremely oh proud of us gosh. we have not talked about a oh single game, Gabi. We have not talked about a single game and you 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 ployed you, you ployed me here by saying that we were going to talk about uh, party games and and let me tell you uh if there's one if there's one aspect of my board gaming knowledge that uh, I, I am very confident in, it is party games. I'm being very sarcastic. I used to almost never play party games, Gabi, but I have found that since I've worked uh, at the Dice Tower, I've grown, and I've mentioned this before, I've grown a new appreciation for party games. I didn't know if you wanted to, to transition into that, but I kind of like, you know, pushed us kicking and screaming through the door. I'm finding...
0: when. Unless I'm gaming with Jerry, Party Games is about all I'm able to get in. Uh, as part of this discussion, when you first get into board gaming, when you discover Catan and then Ticket to Ride Carcassonne, and you start snowballing into the more and more and more and deeper and deeper and deeper into hobby board gaming, you, you're, you're thrilled about it and you want others to join mm-hmm. you. I've tried to do that with my wife over the past 20 years. She has resisted mightily. She has zero interest, mm. but yet I kept buying games, thinking maybe she'll like this one, maybe <laughs> right. she'll like this right. one. And I, twenty years into the, let's say, no, we're actually, we're we're going on twenty-four years. I finally have discovered not of gaming. Actually, I've been. I think the first time I played Catan was roughly ten years ago, when I really discovered this side of board gaming. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm just now realizing, you know what? Stop it. She doesn't care. Yes. She does enjoy. Last night, th- to get into it, we played uh, Time's Up with a large group of people. Okay. Non-board gamers, just a group of people. And I was like, it's basically taboo or password, but here's the you know, little sure. caveats to it. A, s- a resounding success. A resounding success. Yeah. And that's what she enjoys. She does enjoy Coup. She enjoys that one a little bit. So that's not quite as party game. That's a little more, you know, into the gaming side. But, so I was going to start with so two weeks ago, a friend of mine that I have played Terraforming Mars with and a few board games, worker placement style, he was bringing his nephews over. They're ages 16 to 14, and they were going to. Uh, him and his wife are going to spend the evening with us. He says they enjoyed Patrician. I showed him Patrician, which is a very simple board game. And he took it to them. They enjoyed that. And they have since purchased like Ticket to Ride. And And they're 14 and 16. So I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to show these kids to? So I pr- I curated Royals, one of my personal all time favorites, a dice tower essential. It is indeed. I was
1: going to mention that, but I didn't have to
0: because you're a professional. Love Royals, and to me, it's ticket to ride, but better in the fact that you're doing this, you know, card collect, set collection of cards, and then you play them to go into these uh, area, not control area control, I guess. Uh, fantastic game. Every time I've brought this out to people that aren't familiar with board games, they grasp it quickly and it's super simple to play. They love that. I was like, well, what about some sort of like push your luck? I have Port Royal. They like that. They like that. It was a good one. Uh, but they're already, but their their tendency is they want to learn about board games. So they liked, uh... The only one that may have been a little bit more gamier was I showed them cryptid. They really enjoyed cryptid. It's something they, you know, they'd never seen nothing like that before. They found it. They found it really interesting. It was pretty. The one, the one, the fourteen-year-old. He, I kept like I was like this specific set of rules is yours, your and yours alone. This is all you need to ignore. Everything else in this pamphlet, right? This is your right. sentence. You did. He moved that cube five times before he finally got it to where <laughs> it's supposed to be. So that was a little more difficult for him to grasp, but sure. he finally did get it. And then, uh, we played Skull, just the, the coaster game, oh, you know? Yeah, love Skull, man. Skull's one it. of my all time favorites. So I was like, well, here's a Royals being kind of a you know, a, a little bit more of a card game. Of, A game game, Port Royals, simple card bluffing game. Cryptid probably was the heaviest, obviously. And then Skull was Mm -hmm. just a fun bluffing game. I really wanted to show them High Society because I love that one. And I wanted to see how they'd like that. But I could not freaking find it. But I don't know where with. But even at that, and my wife will play Royals, but it's not. She'll play it if she has to. If I have a group and we need another person to play. But mostly for her, it is the Times Up style of game, the code name style, the big, the big party games where everyone's playing the same game, you know. And that's and that's perfectly valid.
1: I th- I think what my issue was wh- when I had a bit of an aversion to party games, it was only because I just don't think that the groups that I was playing games with really enjoyed party games, and so. Honestly, the, you know, you're not going to play a party game in a small group. You're not going to, you know, generally you're not going to play party games with, you know, two people. You're definitely not going to play a solo party game, right? So the groups that I was, was gaming with generally shied away. Now, not, not completely. Every so often, if some new, you know, like when code names came out, of course, we played code names and we played coup and, you know, cause that's a, you know, if you broaden the, the definition of what a party game could be, you know, sure, I think you can put those in that same general, you know, category. So we played those types of things. Even something, it, this is really kind of stretching it, but even something like Love Letter, I think you can almost look at in that way. You know what I mean? And we played, you know, we played that. But, um, you know, I a lot of times we talk about when you're, a, you know, a hobby gamer, you go through these kind of, uh, I don't know what you'd call them. You, you go through these stages, I suppose. And, you know, so you have like this, acquisition stage where you're buying everything and, and you know, then you realize you can't play everything, so you have to call. But I also think that there are stages of the types of games that you want to play. So um relatively early on, I got into the, you know, the more mid-weight Euros. I mean, that was what the stuff that was blowing my mind. Oh, I didn't know games could do this. And so I was getting really, really caught up in those. And I was maybe discounting the you know, the, the importance, if that's the right word, of these other types of games. And the funny thing is that now I'm finding myself more attracted to lighter games, party games, games with heavier interaction, just because that's the kind of mood that I've been in lately when I'm playing games. That's not to say that it's not going to switch back. And it's also not to say that I never will play a, a mid or heavyweight uh, Euro game again, by any means, or even, a you know, an American style game. But I've been finding myself really more attracted to games that are just a little bit more about just having fun with the people around the table you know what I mean I played um, uh, Circus Flocati which have you ever played that one no never heard of it it's a yeah it's a it's a push your luck card game super simple you could teach it to the same people you're teaching to you know these other games you were talking about it's very very light. Um, as a matter of fact, it's one of those games. Have you ever played games where I think Skull is almost one of them, where you almost don't have to teach the rules. You can just you take the first turn, yeah, yourself, and you basically have taught them how the game works. Uh, and I like games like that where you don't have to front load them with a bunch of stuff. You're like, here, here's what you do on your turn. Watch me, and I do my thing. And you know, I would purposely bust because it's a it's a push your luck game to show them how you bust, and then tell you how you're supposed to play. Real simple, real fun. So. Um, yeah, all that's a long-winded way of saying I'm gaining a new appreciation or maybe I'm more in the mood for those types of games here lately. Well, I
0: find that interesting being your job profession. <laughs> I would think... That in, in what be, sense? I would think you would be more... Not not that you wouldn't play those style, but I would think you're also playing heavier games.
1: Oh, I am. Make no mistake, but, but that, that's done for a particular purpose. You know what I mean? That's because... You know, we're playing, we play things for review. I, I, I'm i taking that out of this conversation because that's a separate thing. It doesn't mean that I still, it doesn't mean that that means I've lost the joy of gaming. So, like, if I'm playing, you know, uh, a heavier game for the purpose of review... It's not like it's necessarily a slog. You know what I'm getting
0: at? Okay. So you're talking, you're talking in your personal life.
1: Personal life, or when I'm at conventions or something like that, no. or if I don't specifically have a slate of games I need to play for the purpose of review, mm-hmm. more and more I'm finding myself going to, you know, games that are, that are on the lighter end of the spectrum. You know, So Clover, we played a bunch of that. Um, you know, things like we played just on the, um, we did our, our Autumn Spectacular last week. And um, one of the games we played was Telestrations. And that was incredibly fun. We just played like 35, 40 minutes of Telestrations. And you don't keep score. You know what I mean? A lot of these games, you're not even keeping score. You know what I mean?
0: It's just about. Even So Clover. so Clover has. Uh, they, right. They like that one too. Uh, I think they like it a little bit more than Codenames even at this point. Being in. <laughs> My wife was like, "We need to redraw." Like, she was wanting to amend the rules. I said, "No. Part of it is you have to think of something to go with these two words." That's that's the singular difficulty part of the whole game. This. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, uh, but so Clover has been a big hit because I don't get to play the the heavier games, but once a month I would prefer those. But I also, when you're having fun with a big group of people. I don't mind at all playing the times up the code names a game of mafia I love mafia I would play mafia yeah. mm-hmm. all day every uh, that's one of my all-time favorites but I like a big group for that like at least nine to ten people to play a good game of mafia but
1: well and you role play mafia just by showing up gabby just by sitting at the table you're (laughs) role playing mafia because you absolutely look like a mob boss i mean i'm sure you've been told that before
0: i should use the the last name delizio and i'd be more in the the group of things (laughs) but uh
1: that is that is very true but you do bring up an interesting point gabby and one that i probably uh wasn't considering is that i think you're absolutely right. I have the luxury of choosing to play party games now. If that sounds right, if that makes sense, because my job is, I, I'm surrounded by the the hotness, right? Like I, I I'm yeah. playing all of these games that that you know are are kind of the you know that people are interested in because we want to get them reviewed. Um, and so I think you're right. I think it's the fact that I have access to those and I'm playing them relatively regularly that. Allows me to explore party games more because otherwise I probably wouldn't. So that's I hadn't really even considered that.
0: <clears throat> well, I'm here to open your eyes, Mike. That's what I do.
1: You are just like a uh, just like a tilt a whirl carny. <laughs> you expose all of the <laughs> mysteries of life,
0: Gaby, and and now I see things through a completely different lens. I have stopped proselytizing. I said when I first got Ooh. into gaming, I was like. Taking my games with me everywhere, trying to get other people to play, and they don't yeah. care. <laughs> they don't want no. to. <laughs> nope. So I, nope. I have, and as I was saying, I was like, I'm. It's taking me. I'm hard headed and thick headed, but I'm finally. Oh, okay. Let's. So you have to just go with the flow. And so we went to a gathering just last uh, yesterday evening, and they know I'm the. You become. You're the game guy sure yep so they're like uh bring uh I, they wanted me to bring happy salmon but I, i've played that till i get ridiculous headaches and it's just it's too right so i forgot that game Ah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. we played it the last several times we went out to these groups i said like, oh man oh, i didn't bring happy salmon but i did bring <laughs> times up and so we played times up but yeah uh if there's a big group and they're like, bring something we can all, you know, and it's not a situation where, mm. okay, us four will play this game, you three play that game, and, you know, there is, that's not going to happen. This isn't a game group. It's a casual group of friends that want to do something together. So, therefore, it's a time's up, uh... Telestrations is also usually, I mean, I've, it's never gone badly. I The only thing with Pictionary is you, you get the people that are like, I can't draw. I'm like, that's the point of Pictionary. That's the that's whole why. point, yeah. Well,
1: there's this new game, uh, the Doodle Dash game, where that one, it's like, you're almost, because there's a speed element, you, you kind of lose that whole worry about, I don't draw well. You know what I mean? Because it's not really about drawing well, it's about drawing quickly. You know what I mean? So... That kind of alleviates some of that stuff.
0: But, uh, it, it, yeah. And it was, uh, Time's Up is so, so fun. I love the evolution of the rounds and mm-hmm. what just the meta, the, the meta. Yeah. it's was like, this one simple gesture, uh, people know that this is. The Devil, Don't Play the Fiddle Down in Georgia, you know, whatever it is. It's just (laughs) ridiculous. Right. And it's so funny to just see how you can narrow this song title that's eight words long down into one simple gesture. (laughs) And people know what it is. So it was just, it's, it's really good fun. Some people say... That's what gaming's all about, is enjoying time with your friends. Some people say that. The, the, the gormless ones, the gormless, <laughs> the gormless ones gormless. say that. <laughs> gormless. That's how you you're supposed <laughs> to say it. Gormless. You know what? We're uh, well into our uh, an hour. This is like Four episodes of the board game snobs normal show. So
1: chop this up, baby. Chop <laughs> it up and turn it into about seven, seven or Why eight. DeLizio you know what I mean? I've, I've got no one. problem with that, right? Yes, that's right. You can, you can, you can, you can get those huge download numbers <laughs> multiplied seven, eight times. Gabby. the this four is, this part mini series. Uh, I'll just title it Delizio. Lizio. I like that. Yeah, because people now are used to the limited series, yeah. right? Because of all the things that you see on. Call this a limited series. And then just, you know, just, just meet it out in small chunks. And then the people, you know, as things go on, the numbers will just explode.
0: And so, like, one portion of this show will be entirely British slang terms. Like a typical episode of uh, Sporadically Bored, actually, yeah. That's going to do it for this episode, Mike. Thanks for uh, bailing me out as my co-host, Gabby. It was my distinct pleasure. I appreciate it. Last time we had you on here, I looked. It was September twenty twenty. It's been far too long. Far too long. Are you kidding
1: me? Twenty
0: twenty. Yes.
1: Well, now, now I feel slighted. (laughs) I was feeling good going into this, and now it's been almost two. It's been over two years. That's how
0: fast time goes. That's how fast. It I
1: doesn't feel, feel fast to me. I mean, that's ridiculous, Gabby. But okay. all right, I guess. Well, we'll
0: make up for I it. I mean, future.
1: look. I I guess you just don't want the numbers, <laughs> is what you're saying right now. You just don't want. The adoration
0: Alright, well look I tried Gaby. We prefer to fly Under the radar, Mike That's where <laughs> we're most comfortable Alright, well uh, You can find Mike Do you have anything to say? I mean, I, everyone knows Like we said This one big circle of a Diaphragm yeah. What'd you say? What was the word?
1: Yeah <laughs> Vin- I don't think I used that word, Gabby I think that, that, that came directly from you I take zero responsibility big For that The uh,
0: diaphragm that, that Mike uses <laughs>
1: Uh yeah no no uh sporadically bored dice tower that's all i got.
0: Do you do solo mode anymore? No, technically
1: i don't. Well, i i have i've still kept the the page up. I I still have my old playthrough videos on YouTube. So if anyone wants to watch, you know, solo playthroughs, but i haven't since i've started working at Dice Tower, I haven't done them there because I do solo playthroughs on the channel now, on Dice Tower now. So yeah, it's right now I'm I'm keeping those out there in case people, you know, sometimes people use them to help them learn how to play games. So I keep them up there for the time being. Your videos where uh, I
0: learned several. Paladins of the West Kingdom, which I've sold, but I learned to play on your... Solo mode. Yeah. yeah. I've actually had a few people tell me that they they've used that video because uh that can be a tough AI when you're it first is. getting used to it. it is. Well again, thank you for coming on, Mike. Thanks for listening. I'm Gobby. I'm Mike. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for tolerating this episode of the board game snolts. Stay classy. <laughs>